Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 314 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking about Sony's high, high hopes for a PlayStation VR 2, Square Enix president stepping down, Sony playing too much among us and being sus with Call of Duty's concessions, and your questions, and so much more. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Pretty sure it's been more than seven seconds. So yeah. what up, YouTube? Fucking great, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't do anything it... about it, YouTube. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, they're like, if you cuss too much, yes, we'll know about it. It's like, okay, yeah. we're getting... I, you know what? I want that job. I want to listen to every single video for yeah. seven seconds to yeah. see if they say the F word and then just a okay. <laughs> You're what, in. What, what poor, <laughs> poor moderation that is. Yeah. As long seriously. as seven seconds, you don't say anything really bad. You're good. And like the self-moderation tool is like, well, kind of take your word for it, but I swear to God, if you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's it's awful over there. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> honest to God, it's why I'm so happy that we focus so much on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, yeah. Uh, less on YouTube. Because honestly, to grow on YouTube is just, it's it's getting obnoxious with the cussing, you know? And, and, and yeah, like I would hate to be the guy that has to listen to all the like awful podcasts. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh. But then like every once in a while, he's like, you know what? the system go for it <laughs> say a cuss <laughs> but the other, yeah it, it listen like at the other day this is an explicit show it says yeah. it on the you know whatever but like we don't want to cuss every five seconds no no no, no. The same they, exact have to, time. they have to be special yeah it's gotta mean something you know yeah kyle listen i i i gotta talk to you about something it's okay. been on my chest i i yeah. put up a little poll Okay. Oh, y'all. Um, Starfield v. Spider Man. I thought okay. you must say Starfield versus Batman. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Zach let's just Snyder's say. Back. <laughs> oh, oh, I wish. <laughs> let's just say, because Starfield got revealed that it's it's coming out in mm-hmm. September six. It's dropping September six. Congratulations, Already lying. Bethesda. Already Why? lying. Not in the next twelve months uh, of the last showcase. How dare you? Oh, and not even in the first half, right? They said, oh, no. ooh, liar, liar. It's fine. No. For hire. Congrats on, you know, having a date and pushing yeah. back to make sure the game's great. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I saw some people like, oh, they're lying to us. And I'm like, well. Whatever. It's fine. It, it's fine. It, I, I'm telling you, you're not going to care when you're playing the game. You're not exactly. going to care. And when you look back on Starfield, unless it's bad, um, you're not going to be like, wow, but I, they still lied to us, though. It's like, no, you're going to remember that you were no, playing Starfield, no, whatever no. moment it was, you know? Uh, yeah. But let's just say, theoretically, Starfield drops on the six, doesn't get moved, no more delays. Yep. And hypothetically, PlayStation tomorrow goes Spider Man, PS5, you know, two, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're dropping it. Ooh, we're dropping it yeah. September 6th, uh-huh. the same date as a Starfield. Uh-huh. And take your Sony bias, take your PlayStation bias, take your Spooderman bias, all of it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Realistically, uh-huh. which one of these games get pushed back or even forward to make room for the other one? Because let's be honest, those two juggernauts on the same day, 
ooh we that that would be there 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 would be some like blood in the water you know what i mean like only one shall stand type of deal so i want to know what you're thinking here kyle which one do you think moves or do you think neither because they're two totally separate games i want to know yeah uh first instinct is neither i don't think oh, really? them move i think they both serve different enough audiences okay um and from Sony's side of things, I just had to look it up because I couldn't remember the exact day. The original Spider-Man PS4 came out on September seventh. Right. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have that week of September be the Spider-Man week, yeah. Uh, minus Miles because that was a PS5 launch thing. Um, I think that's great, and I, I think they're both juggernauts and they're both gonna do great because I think of the. Um, I forgot what year it was, but the same day we got Wolfenstein 2, we got Assassin's Creed yep. uh, Origins, yep. and Mario, Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. All on the yeah. same day, and they're all behemoths. <laughs> so like, I don't think they need to move, and okay. plus they're exclusive to different consoles, so it's not like you know crazy See- fighting. The way I think of it is like Xbox wants to put this thing out in front. They, they, they're going to throw all the marketing behind it, right? Like they, this is the thing that's really that like the catalyst that's going to start their Game Pass, you know, ventures for realsies, right? Uh, and, and proves to people, hey, we can make a blockbuster game that puts butts and seats and all that jazz. And I feel if we put it, if it's taking up the same mind share as a Spider Man, we have a similar situation of a horizon and an elder ring right where mm-hmm. horizon is great and all it's 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 a you know it's a fantastic game um but then it's elden ring right and, and once elden ring came out a week afterwards that's all people c- cared about that's all people talked about and it seemed like nobody really cared about horizon though that is not the the, the truth of it in the slightest yeah so to me i kind of look at it going if i'm microsoft yeah, I'd push it back one more week or I'd push it forward a week or mm. I'd push it back two weeks so that Spider-Man has its time. Because to me, Spider-Man just transcends. I'm not even thinking of oh, this as yeah. a PlayStation fan or even, you know, my my love of Spider-Man. Spider-Man gets butts and seats like Skyrim sold 30 plus million units in its lifetime when it originally came out in what, like 2011, 2010? Sounds about right. Yeah. Spider-Man's done those numbers. I'll technically one platform for the majority of its sales um in in the span of like what four four years so to me i'm just like okay i'll move aside because for spider-man just on the seo charts if you just take a look at like what is it what do they call it i think it's called google analytics you just track seo wise the keywords side by side google trends there you go spider-man's just gonna crush it every single time Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think even if Starfield moves two weeks back, yeah. that's no different from Elden Ring to Horizon. True. So I, I think I think it's going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. And I'd be I'd be shocked if Spider Man is the horizon in that situation. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. Again, yeah. I it's the most it's one of the most popular mm-hmm. IP in the world. It is depending on the year, the most popular superhero IP in the world. Absolutely. So like the game, <laughs> the game kind of markets itself, but then you're going to put, you know, the PlayStation marketing behind it as well. I just, to me, I'm like, oh man, Spider-Man's yeah. going to win that fight nine times out of 10. I, I mean, Bethesda RPGs are 
massive. And oh yeah, they're stellar. Die hard fan base. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It's like one A to one B, but like I think Spider Man just edges it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, that's that's thought. That was my little hot take of the day because a lot of people on my on my feed, I'm like, oof, you guys got a lot of confidence for Bethesda. <laughs> you know, it's uh, all right. Listen, more power to you again. Yeah. Just a hypothetical, Kyle. When do you think Spider Man gonna actually come out, though? I actually think it's that day. The, you really the, think it's September? 6th. I really, I really think so. After seeing, um, you're crazy. The first game coming out on the seventh in 2018. Okay. okay. Why not make it a tradition? I think I think it's somewhere late October, early November, similar to God of War, because I think God of War and Spider Man are those IP that people will move dates for. And sure. I mean, again, like, if people are moving dates for God of War, they're moving dates for Spider Man. So yeah. I think it's actually really smart that Xbox comes out first going, the game's out this day so that it doesn't have to compete with anything. In fact, people are going to be moving away from its game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because that game is also trending really well. So mm-hmm. again, uh, just a little, you know, I want to know your thoughts in the YouTube comment section. You know, am I sh- full of fluff? Let me know in the comments below. Probably. You guys yell at me all the have time. Have you ever had fluff? Not that great. Like, like the, like the. The like marshmallow the fluff, yeah. Oh, dude, you put that on a peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> uh, no, bog out. Not me. I'm really picky. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I, I, I <laughs> with it. I fucks with it for sure. Okay, <laughs> Kyle, it's time for a little bit of housekeeping. We got some. Then all the huge news to happen this week. Our Resident Evil Four remake giveaway, y'all. You have until March twenty second to enter, and this is how. All right, all you have to do is drop a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and then tweet at PS Trophy Room with your review to make sure that I see it and you are entered to win a copy of Resident Evil 4 Remake, I preface, for the PlayStation 5. And to make this a little bit even hotter for y'all, guess what? You drop a Spotify review and you at us at PS Trophy Room, you get a second entry. If you're a patron... Guess what? You're already entered, and that's a bonus entry if you do the same. And I'll even just entice you a little bit more. If we reach 500 Spotify reviews, five stars, Whoa. I will drop another copy of Resident Evil Whoa. for a remake. That's yeah. two. That's two. I'm celebrating that I just got a job, and I'm celebrating Yay. with all of y'all. Hey. Congrats, Joe. Ooh-wee. That student loan debt's going to be eviscerated. <laughs> So yeah, uh, please, it really does help us out. It grows this sh- channel. And Apple loves when we get a lot of reviews in to take away a few. So we hit 300 officially the other day, but then Apple just took away a review. Very weird. Very, how? very weird. So make sure Tim, your v- review's still there. Tim Apple? How dare you? Dude, they just want to start a ruckus. And Kyle, one more uh, uh, piece of housekeeping as well. You made the Trophy Room merch store. Everybody's talking about it. Um, You did such a good job. Thanks, buddy. Everything looks fantastic. Yeah. Support the show. Get some new swag. The new logo shirt. If you're watching YouTube, we got the the logo shirt. It's going to be way bigger on your version. I I got one to see the sizing. The yeah. logo's too small. Yours will be way bigger. Nice. And also, we've got every uh, single trophy from our new logo as their own shirt. Ooh, look at that. So this is the OG one, the PS1 with the TR in the middle of the controller. 
Uh, damn, Zach PS2, just killed PS3, it. PS3, PS4, PS5, all the things. The family, all those trophies across. All it's a lot of good stuff. Please grab your merch and yeah. tell people where the latest and greatest and all things PlayStation are. There you go. In the link down below. And of course, before we start the show, I want to thank our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's like we say each every week. The reason why we look so good, sound so great is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And I want to preface this. You know, the reason why we look so great, the reason why we're able to edit and get things out on time is patreon.com. And right now, right around the corner, we're updating our Adobe, uh, you know, yearly subscription. And I think it's a thousand dollars. So just to show you guys, we put everything back into the production of this show. So I want to thank our newest members, uh, David Ernsberger and, uh, sorry, just David Ernsberger. No, no, no. I lied. I messed up this whole thing because I know there's a few people that, that, they joined it this week. There you go. I got it's it. It's okay. You're allowed to we do got, that. I, we all make mistakes, folks. We got Dave er, uh, Dave Ernsberger at the dollar tier. We got Matt Pew, 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 pew or the Red Arrow, and Spamming Bamming at the Gold Tiers. Thank you all so much for your contributions. And I want to thank our premium members, Todd Berowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, uh, Jedi Masseren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Faki Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Spam and Bam, and oh, I added him there. That's where I messed up. Steven Flesh and Struples and Bits. I want to thank our gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Bertos Maximus, Baldrin, Doss Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, DJ Hercules, 89, Elo, 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB, the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Katie Stubbs, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, our newest patron, uh, Kay Grimm, Lamb Chop, 93, Marcus O'Neill, and Drosasaur, Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, God forbid you do. Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brunty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, ET Setso, Tino Six Speed, M Cly H85, N Johnson, Sean McKenzie, and of course, Matt Pugh, the Red Arrow. Thank you all so much. And, you know, I, I really want to stress this, too, because I, I definitely messed up this list for this week. Let me know if I miss your names or if I mispronounce your names. I'm done with pronunciation. I got a dumb tongue. It, it makes all types of errors. So please DM me on Discord. I always get back to y'all. I never take offense. I got a big, dumb, idiot mouth. and It gets me in all sorts of trouble. You do not have any of those things. Stop it. Eh, whatever. You know what it's time for, Kyle? <laughs> What, what time is it for? It's time to square up the news. Take it away, sir. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from Jordan Midler over at VGC. And Jordan writes, Sony believes PlayStation VR 2 has a good chance of outselling the original. During a fireside chat at the Morgan Stanley Technology, Media, and Telecom Conference on Monday, Sony Executive Deputy President and Chief Financial Officer Hiroki Totoki was asked to evaluate PSVR 2's launch and what the company's expectation for the hardware are going forward. Quote, we are very happy to launch VR2 on PS5, he said. VR1, we sold over 5 million units, and I think we have a good chance to exceed that amount with PlayStation VR2, end quote. 
Satoki went on to reference forecasts that the overall VR market could be one of the largest growth areas in the media and entertainment segment during the first half of this decade. If accurate, he said there is, quote, good potential for the VR AR market and also good potential of technology development in this field as well, end quote. In late January, Bloomberg sources claimed Sony had halved its launch projections for PSVR 2 following disappointing pre-order numbers. They claimed Sony's shipment forecasts were cut from 2 million to 1 million units this quarter. In response, Sony issued a statement claiming it had, quote, not cut PlayStation VR 2 production numbers, end quote. Ooh-wee, the Hobgoblin writes in just like you can too if you at us on Twitter at PS Room or join the, join the growing community on Discord because, you know, Twitter seems like it's melting down, like half the app works. So we want to make sure everybody comes to this community, you have a place to talk PlayStation positivity and games and ask your questions just like Hobgoblin did. And they write, afternoon, gents. Now that the PSVR 2 has been out for a couple of weeks, do you feel any sort of worry that no sales figures have been relayed yet? Or do you think the figure is something they'll report in their shareholders calls? Just curious as to how well it's done, if at all. Kyle? Yeah? You know, we talked about it the beginning of February. Seems like there's no hype for PSVR. It seemed like they weren't pushing this thing as hard. And then you get the Jason Schreier article um, saying that they've have production PlayStation then refuting those claims, but not going into any detail. Um, what do you what do you make of, of Hopgoblin's question here? Do you think that they'll pu- be public with the sales numbers of PSVR 2, good, bad or dismal? No time soon. Okay, I feel like this is a long term thing. Because of the price, and because mm. VR is still a niche thing, True. Um, yeah. Because the the excitement beforehand was not as much as I think we were. Yeah. Um, and since its launch, uh, I don't know. A lot of people have also pointed it out. The kind of excitement has kind of died down on social media a little bit. I I don't see a whole lot of like here and there. There's some people yeah. who are or like. I know our, our good friend Kevin Diaz po- posting his call of the mountain clips and whatnot, but like, I don't see the same excitement of people running out and getting theirs, right? Yeah. The people who are getting them got them. I don't see a whole lot of new VR posts of like, I finally got it, had to wait a week or two, uh, gotcha. decided to jump in kind of thing. I, what if, part of me would chop that up to, uh, the Twitter algorithm being ass. Oh, <laughs> that like, is 1,000% true. <laughs> like, we'll talk. I'm trying to find, like, Mando posts. It's mm-hmm. a gosh dang Mandalorian, and I can't find anything anywhere, because it's like, mm-hmm. it's the for you section. I'm like, what's the difference between this and the people I follow? What is going on here? Yeah, fair. Um, so it could be just the algorithm's trash, but it's also, I think people know what VR is now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's PlayStation's job to convert the non-believers into believers. Uh, and they need to convert the players on PSVR who may have moved on or to take some that were on PC that want something akin to a Valve Index, but it's out of their price range or whatever the case may be. So I think I think PSVR 1 seemed more exciting at the time because we didn't know what this tech was. Now we know what the tech is. Now we know what the market is for it. And I think... PSVR 2 is going to be a much slower burn than the PSVR 1. 
right? Mm -hmm. Though the PSVR one was more expensive than the PlayStation 4 at launch, uh, it was not, and let's be honest and realistic here, about 600 bucks, including the game that we all know you're going to get with a Horizon and whatever charging base you're going to get with it. Um, So to me, it's just like, it's more expensive. It's not, it's a different economy. So they really have to provide players with the way in. So do I think it's dismal? No. Do I think it's great? No. I think it's doing okay. Yeah. If I were if I were to to, to guess, because I know a lot of VR folks that are super excited about this tech. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's right now the people that you need to get on board with this thing. Um, but it's interesting you say, and, and Kyle, I, w- I want to know what your thoughts here are um, about the tech in general. You know, you spent two weeks with it now. Um, do you kind of, you know, are, are there any hangups that you have with it currently that may get in the way of someone maybe being a, you know, an early adopter to this thing? Mm. It's my own, uh, shortcomings with it. I fully understand is a me thing. My hair is, is too thick and too greasy. Too, <laughs> when no, I play. luxurious. Yeah, sure. Oh, we'll, we'll say luxurious. Yeah, yeah. talk me up. Uh, so it keeps slipping off my head, um, okay. and I get the pressure on my nose from the the headset part. Um, but I realize that's not everyone's thing issue. And but tech side alone, it's incredible. Yeah, there there is no doubt that this is one of the best VR headsets out there. Yep. And I think if you are excited for VR and you want to see what VR is about this is it like yeah. and when i think of my first experience in vr ps vr1 if if i were to put this on if this was the first iteration yeah. ps vr1 is like would have been archaic to me back then yeah. if this was a, if so if this is someone's first experience into vr you be you will become a believer in vr yeah. if you if you wear this headset and even if like you came into it with a ps vr1 and you're like Oh yeah, this is good. I I see this. It is that generational leap if you haven't oh, tried anything else. But I I think PSVR's uh PSVR 2's first hurdle is getting the VR folks in with PSVR 2 and you're going to do that with software. So like seeing like before your eyes oh, yeah. come out uh this week, seeing uh what's it? Dark Pictures Switchback uh mm-hmm. VR 2 uh in a week or two, like that's that's what we need. We need a constant flow of cool indies that PlayStation's going to bring aboard uh, to highlight and showcase on this on this system for the yeah. most part. So, yeah, I, I'm optimistic that they'll reach PSVR 1 numbers, but I don't think they'll ever be braggadocious about it because mm-hmm. they know what PS, you know, they know what VR is right now. We're still in the infancy, infancy of this device, Absolutely. of VR in general, and we're still learning. And that's what I think if you're a lover of VR tech, that's the thing that excites you is that like all the weird and crazy stuff that developers are doing makes me feel like, yeah, we're, we're experimenting with ideas the same way that we were in the fifth or the sixth or seventh generation of, of games. We're doing it here in VR. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think that's where PlayStation will be at. I, I don't think it'll ever reach 10 million units, but I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be something that I hope PlayStation continuously supports. That's all I'll say. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about our favorite NFT, bro. Our favorite, Marcus. And Stewart. no, it's not Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> Marcus Stewart. He's our second favorite. Game Informer writes. Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda is stepping down. Yosuke Matsuda, president and representative director of Square Enix, is stepping down after 10 years in the position. The official announcement states that he'll be replaced by the relatively new Takahashi Kiryu. Kiryu. I'm so sorry, Takahashi. A company director who joined Square in 2020 as part of an organizational restructuring. The proposed change will be voted for approval at the 43rd annual shareholders meeting in June. Square Enix's reasons for the change is as follow, follows. Under the rapid change of business environment surrounding the entertainment industry, the proposed change is intended to reshape the management team with the goal of adopting ever-evolving tech- technological innovations and maximizing on the creativity of the company's group in order to deliver even greater entertainment to its customers around the world. Man, that's a long sentence. Yeah. His time at the top could be viewed as a bit of a roller coaster. He pushed for innovation in Square's flagship franchise Final Fantasy and voiced commitment to remaking and re-releasing popular titles from Square's back catalog, such as Final Fantasy VII. The MMO Final Fantasy XIV also became a global phenomenon under his watch, though the company as a whole has largely struggled to land a massive success outside of the franchise. Mm. In recent years, high-profile Square Enix published titles such as Marvel's Adventures and Babylon's Fall had disappointing releases, with the former ceasing development this year and the latter shutting down this week. Perhaps most infamously, Matsuda was also at the front of Square's tumultuous relationships with its North American third-party publishers, namely Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal, whose titles such as the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy, Deus Ex, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy were often deemed commercial disappointments. That came to a head last May when Square Enix sold off those studios and their IPs to Embracer Group. In recent times, Matsuda was also a vocal advocate for NFTs and blockchain gaming. In January, he published a letter detailing upcoming company initiatives, including making games that incorporate blockchain tech. Ooh, boy, e. Kyle Stevenson. We're just a couple of headline chasers when it comes to us being (laughs) anti-NFT, you think? Oh, my God. We're just riding the coattails. Yeah. Um, That said, uh, not that I worked behind the scenes and saw how disgusting and predatory they were. (laughs) I did. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. (sighs) Square's in such a bad shape, it seems. And it's weird saying that because they have what is going to be one of the biggest games this year with Final Fantasy 16. And all these changes, all these quotes, all just... All of Square's visions, it doesn't seem like it's aligning to paint a vivid picture of the future of Square Enix, mm-hmm. which goes into some additional news coming straight from PlayStation Lifestyle's uh, Zarmina Khan, who writes, it all started with Morgan Stanley conference that late last month that Sony CF- CFO Hiroki Totoki was part of, as spotted by Reset Era. Please note, we said era. Totoki was quizzed about the two trillion dollar, or sorry, two trillion yen the company had put aside for acquisitions, and revealed that one point three trillion yen was spent by the end of twenty twenty two. That leaves about zero point seven trillion yen, which equals to about five point one billion dollars for acquisitions Ooh. within the next year. Remember, they have to spend it within the next year. Here's the problem, though. 
the funds Totoki is referring to isn't for PlayStation acquisitions only. They are for the whole of Sony Group. In other words, while this is fun to speculate, it's not set in stone that Sony will be splashing whatever it has left on buying video game studios. Either way, that Take-Two interactive rumor is certainly a load of nonsense, so we can safely rule that out. Yes, please stop it, everybody. Please. I think the guy's <laughs> name's like Ryolith, uh, yep, or RN. Please, Stop. dude, you're embarrassing yourself, and and shave the beard. It's not. It's not. Take two can probably res- buy PlayStation. <laughs> respect the beard. It looks like that man doesn't respect the beard. Fair. Okay, Ralph. I I first off, I hate people like him, and I I I call them out because I hate when people go analyst at the end of their bias. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like there are people that I consider anal- analysts because they they report on correct information, like Benji yeah. Sales, right, Benji. Uh, they don't make up shit <laughs> like this guy does no. and then stirs the internet full full of absolutely. nonsense absolutely yeah yeah and you, the thing oh man let me get on the soapbox real quick the thing that bugs boop, me boop, most boop. about You're those kind it. of people yeah are they are the ones that social media promotes as the main topic of that subgenre so yeah. like me scrolling through twitter and be like oh playstation news for you and it's some guy i think one of i think one of the guys name is hunter and sure. he just is like throwing out all these crazy rumor things as like, and he's speaking at it as it's like fact. I'm like, yeah. stop it. This is why everyone is so disappointed for a state of play yep. or a showcase or disappointed when things don't show up. And like, you're doing more harm than you are good. Yeah. It's the pop. It's the toxic positivity crowd yeah. uh, from time to time. Right. It's like, Yeah. Those people hurt the conversation and they give these pie in the sky, you know, ways of looking at things. Like, Mm -hmm. how many times have we said it that actually, you know what? I'll I'll bring in Kevin Ainsworth's question here. Mm -hmm. Hello, friends. Just wondering, why did anyone actually believe the Sony is buying Take Two rumor? Take Two has a market cap of $20 billion, and that has never been a part of Sony's strategy. Are people just so desperate for a toe-to-toe battle with Xbox in the mergers and acquisitions? Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, you know, we have to really realize, and I'm beating this drum, Sony didn't have to go tit for tat for with Microsoft. PlayStation folks, you're going to love me for a second. Xbox had to spend almost $80 billion to go toe-to-toe with PlayStation, mm-hmm. right? Because what I think we're starting to see is that a shift happening in the industry when the Activision Blizzard deal goes through, or if, um, of, oh, now all of a sudden, all these games I want to play that I've been playing on my PlayStation, but I can only kind of play it somewhere else. So, yikes. And it's been... You know, it's been for the longest time. Yeah, you know, I'll get Diablo on my PlayStation. Diablo's not going away, and I'm going to play all these awesome first party on PlayStation, so might as well play Diablo here. All of a sudden, that changes, right? And I get the uh, the argument of, well, did Xbox earn your dollar, or did they pay for it? But they have it now. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, that conversation changes. And it's fair, because the market's changing. And that's why PlayStation doesn't want this deal to go through. Nonetheless... Uh, PlayStation doesn't have to go out there and go, okay, they bought Activision. Kyle, I think they're going to buy EA. I think they're going to buy EA because I want them to buy EA. Yes. That's not how this works. No. Like, PlayStation strategy is in games of service. It's in VR. 
and it's in mobile. It's why we shared last year uh, with with their screens, uh, with the the um, oh my god, their 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 spreadsheets of what they had at their share meter or shareholders conference of all their big investments into games of service, into VR, into mobile. That's where PlayStation's mind's at right now because it's got the console market on lock. So they're making the investments to go into mobile, into the mobile space. Mm-hmm. That's why you see them buying mobile publish or mobile developers, and why you see them get you know C-suite level execs running operations there. Same with you know PC. We see Valkyrie Studios, and we're seeing um, oh my gosh, ne- uh, Nexus Nexus, Nexus uh, helping with PC ports of things. PlayStation's getting these things off the ground, and they're investing back in themselves. I don't know, Kyle, about you. I think that's a great thing. But it's also interesting to note, and this is where I throw it back over to you. Square's getting lean, dude. Like, all, like think about it. They're preparing Why would for you... a fight. <laughs> I, mean. I don't think they're preparing for a fight. I think no, they're I preparing for something else that um, uh, Takahashi was not able to fulfill on. They've been saying so many little, they've been leaving so many little breadcrumbs of like, hey, we're talking about investments with multiple partners, right? Seeking investors from Nintendo, up Sony, and Tencent, for example, having our studios being rented out by them. Um, you're, you're hearing or seeing them sell out studios for incredibly low rates. Why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Right? So when you hear them talk about acquisition, talk of, we're kind of in the market to sell and then them offshoot studios like luminous production. Mm. It does seem like they're getting lean and their market cap as of right now, if I'm just going off of Google is $5.6 billion hairs. So what do you think, Kyle? Is it, are we still talking the talk of all roads lead to square Enix or do you see PlayStation not having to, you know, having some walking around money at the end of this year? In terms of of not having to throw that billion in a couple billion, I think it's an interesting question to ask. Yeah, that's why if, I asked it, son. I know, I know. I, I'm I, an interesting if, guy. You definitely are. If if there was, if we still, war, man, I'm trying. To, words are hard right now. It's okay. You got if this. we weren't still talking about the Xbox Activision merger and how yeah. Sony's trying to throw a wrench in it in every single which way possible. Yeah. If that was a done deal, I would say yeah, all roads lead to square still. Sure. I feel like they're putting up Sony's putting up such a fight that for me it would be way too hypocritical to then buy <laughs> a major thing. And yeah. I mean that's just me personally. I know it's probably that's why I'm not a businessman. I'm not as right. ruthless as I'm not Martin Gecko over here. Absolutely talking about not. greed is good, baby. To me, I I I I'd be afraid of people laughing at yeah. like you put up this big fight over this acquisition, and then you're gonna go buy all of Square Enix. Okay, but it would be cool. Real talk, it would be hilarious. Um, Microsoft goes, we have a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. But I also I also don't want to talk about it for. Because yeah. now it would be the shoe on the other foot. Then we have yeah. to talk about it because it's a yeah. PlayStation thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's very interesting. I'm excited to see 
what happens and like what is that walking around money going to lead to if they don't buy a studio yeah i mean theoretically they do have to spend it they they have that allowance it's just what does their allowance actually look like and from what i mean the rumblings were saying last year is something fell through with the square enix thing yeah so you know and i i think that's like common knowledge at this point so it's like to me it's 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 not so much I think somewhere in between Sony's strategy changed and they're like, we have a real possibility of killing this thing. So maybe we don't have to go toe to toe. But I would say when you take a look at Sony's acquisitions, it's not for single player games. They, they have those in droves even. Um, they're really good at it. In fact, I believe that they're the best when it comes to those single player experiences. Mm -hmm. And you have XDev being experimental and taking risks and chances. And we're seeing if PlayStation really likes what they're working on, they'll purchase them like Fire Sprite or Haven. But even then, it's hard for me to justify $5 billion what is just for, at this point, Final Fantasy. Mm. Right? Uh, so for me, it's just like... <sighs> I don't think Square's the the buy. I don't think they're the one you take to prom. I I will say though, Go earlier you said that Square hasn't been putting out the best stuff. I will say so far this year they've been crushing it. Yeah. Octopath uh did very well. Oh, There's man. another game that just came out the other day, Paranormous Site, I think is a Square Enix mm -hmm. game. I'll double sure. check. Reviewed extremely well. Final Fantasy 16, you got ff7 remake sequel yeah. like they are this is the time where i think you wouldn't want to buy because the price is going to go higher i mean what, what i and, and that's the other question is like how many studios does square actually have that's not like a publicly known thing uh you know they have like creative business unit number one number two eight and a half so it's just like there's a lot of questions with square enix that we don't know publicly um and I think when you take a look at the PlayStation acquisitions, it's it's Bungie. Why? For their games as service games. Yeah. I I do think that they need to lock down some RPGs. But uh, Kyle, I, I I I think all roads lead to multiple investors investing into Square Enix. Um, and that's the way they they lock it down because that's how Square Enix has kind of talked about it. Um, so you think I, in a in a more substantial financial contribution as like Sony does with from. Yeah, that's exactly, but, it. but more money into square. So they have more pull into where their games go. Absolutely. I think that is definitely the case, or maybe they're also waiting for all the, you know, square deals with game pass to kind of run through as well. There could be something Fair. weird like that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't say that square is out of the realm of possibility. I just don't think it, it's the most, I think it's the, the, the sexiest thing, right? Ooh, we, uh, because the relationship in history Square has. Um, but I, I think of a lot of, of Bungie. I think of what's a developer on the rise or making a huge imprint on the industry. Um, I, I would like, and this is my, my I think I've, I've said this multiple times. Um, I think at the end of the day, I think they take uh, CD Projekt Red to, to prom. Okay. I think they do. I think they. I think they need. Dare I even say the name? Um, a Western RPG creator, first person type of type of type of RPG. And I think, I think Cyber. I think CD Projekt Red has signaled as often these these companies do 
Um, the reason why they announce all these projects is like, look at how ambitious we are. Look at how healthy we, we are. Look at how much we've learned from our mistakes. It's a good time to invest. And I think, uh, I think that would make a, a little bit of sense, at least that'd to be, me. That'd be a bit shocking because yeah. whenever, when I think cyberpunk, I think Xbox. I also think of the, the place pulling from the PlayStation store. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I really think that they need RPGs in the style of, a CD or um, you know Obsidian slash uh, Bethesda, and I and I when I think of what's left out there, I, I think of CD personally. That's fair. I I would rather uh, use and here and it's cheaper our, by the way. I sure, think CD yeah. is like three billion. I going back to our earlier thing. This, this is fun. Sp- this is fun speculation, everybody. Sure. This is not us claiming we're analysts oh, and knowing. What's oh going. no, I yeah. know, but that's what I'm saying. This is an example of like fun speculation. Yeah, which I'm fine with on Twitter. Not yes. not the I know this for a fact kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, have, I got a tie over I there. I can put on that are my mom on. when I say point to this. Yeah, these are just things <laughs> that like I, I think it make a good fit. Like yeah. your comment uh, in the comment section is just as valid as my stupid opinions oh, well. So yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. But uh let me get my I... let me get my business uh a tie around though. We we're talking oh. business right now. Oh, oh, oh I'm excited for this. Um kind of want Joe to hear this, but I'm gonna say it to y'all first and foremost. Um I think it'd be wiser what I want them to do is do smaller studio acquisitions uh things that we've spoke about before um always getting the the tie on for the audio listeners it's a nice purple blue and white tie looking snazzy thank you very nice what uh, what i was just gonna about to say is i'd rather i'd rather them take that 5.1 billion dollars or whatever it is and go out and buy the smaller studios yeah snatch up the ember labs go oh, snatch up go snatch up arc system works get a fighter yeah. underneath their belt yeah go see if you can pull rocksteady from Ooh, wb yeah. like so anymore bud i know but like i'd like i'd rather them do smaller things on that scale sure and get more higher quality studios than buy the full thing gotcha yeah greed is good I am the Wolf of Wall Street. I've never seen either of those movies. Moneyball. The question here, the next question so comes Joe from... So Joe doesn't know what a Quaalude is. That's interesting. <laughs> I know what a Quaalude is. Oh, okay. Uh, I know. I Listen, I could, I could party. All right. They called me the tank. Take that, YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know what a Quaalude is. My Tinted Brain writes, so Sony is a buying take too. <laughs> I know, right? Or whatever you want us to believe. Serious question, though. Open to everyone, really. What is your way of dealing with the fanboyism slash rumors on social media? Uh, do you mute? Do you delete? Do you ignore? Usually doesn't affect me, but of late, I've noticed it more and more. I usually point and laugh. Yeah. Because I'm I, not, cl- again, like when I say, yeah, I think it makes sense for CD Projekt Red. I'm not saying a little canary whispered no, in my yeah, ear, yeah, sweet yeah, no, nothings. No, 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 no. You know? I got a guy. I got my uncle at Nintendo. Kind yeah, of situation. exactly. Um. What I it's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now, my tainted brain. It's everywhere, and it's why I don't really talk a whole lot about my gaming stuff on Twitter because I'm so really? tired of replies of just like, "Oh, you like that? That game's stupid." Okay, it's stupid. Like Last of Us Part Two. Well, I say I was excited for it. I literally had fifty 
DMs saying, oh, you're excited for The Last of Us, buddy? Trying to spoil it for me. And guess guess what the profile thing was, Joe? They're all Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. <laughs> they are cultured, quote unquote. That's right. That's um, right. It's a, it's a lot. So I try not to interact with it. And if I do, I either mute the person completely or get it out because I don't yeah. want that kind of stuff in my life. Um, but it's a lot and I hate it. And I, I, I'm trying to not be so cynical and think that this is just what it's going to be forever. Sure. I would like to imagine a future where fanboyism is gone completely from It'll everything. Be there. It's, it's never going to go anywhere. It's never going to go anywhere. It's only going to get worse as well. Really uh, I, I, I truly think it's only going to get worse until yeah, it's the dark. Until the dark we all the band together and we whatever. go after Embracer. That's right. <laughs> no, um, how I deal with it. Yeah, usually just point and laugh. We have I have DMs of multiple people going, look at this look at this buffoon you know <laughs> um and that's what usually gets me through it um but yeah like i get yelled at on twitter all the time and now at, at this point i'm just kind of numb to it like i like we had a lot of awesome people celebrating us hitting 300 and that's great yeah. and it was like one person going oh great for you guys but you always backhand compliment xbox <laughs> mm-hmm. congrats though it's like well you just backhanded complimented yeah me Mm-hmm. guy with five followers and is an anime picture like go to hell <laughs> but it's just like well i could hang on to that comment or i could just mute it and focus on all the other people that are wishing us goodwill and yeah. that's what i kind of do I, I i get yelled at a lot but what i'm trying to do especially on social media is spread more positivity and actual critical thought which isn't that hard to do it just takes a couple more seconds to process yeah. what you're trying to say you don't Re-read have to be first hit, hit the tweet button exactly um so you know that's that's what i that's what i try to do i try to yeah. spread the positive vibes because how many times on twitter is it just the worst oh my god it's just the worst all right kyle you want to talk about uh, the worst story this week <laughs> what? Uh, let's what talk a segue. about this ridiculous thing i can't i can't wait that I am, Jim. You got some. You got to answer some of these questions, Jim. <laughs> I can't wait. I got questions from George Yang over at IGN. Sony is worried Xbox will find ways to sabotage Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sabotage. Someone called the Beastie Boys. Sony is worried that it's Microsoft. A sabotage. <laughs> Sony's worried that Microsoft could sabotage PlayStation versions of Call of Duty if Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard were to be approved. Sabotage. As first reported by The Verge, Sony submitted documentation to the UK's Competition and Markets Authority saying that Microsoft could do a variety of moves to make the Call of Duty franchise on PlayStation unappealing to play on. Oh, boy. I can't read this seriously. This includes things as such as raising the price of the games, prioritizing the development of the Xbox version, or releasing a buggy build of the games on PlayStation. Well, well, hold up. You do two of those things. (laughs) Exactly. What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. Continue, I guess. I don't think Jim (sighs) knows what a mirror is (laughs) when he looks at it. It's the same thing. Uh, Quote, Microsoft might release a PlayStation version of Call of Duty where bugs and errors emerge only on the game's final level or after later updates. Even if such degradations could be swiftly detected, any remedy would likely come too late, by which time the gaming community would have lost confidence in PlayStation as a go-to venue to play Call of Duty, end quote, Sony explained in the documents. 
Sony continued, quote, Indeed, as Modern Warfare 2 attests, Call of Duty is most often purchased in the, just the first few weeks of release. If it became known that the game's performance on PlayStation was worse than on Xbox, Call of Duty gamers could decide to switch to Xbox for fear of playing their favorite game at a second-class or less co- competitive venue, end quote. Jesus. Sony is posting that if the merger were to go through, Microsoft would have the incentive to allow Call of Duty to fail on PlayStation, as well as receive a higher revenue share for its content than if Activision was an independent entity. Additionally, Sony argues there would be no way for it or the CMA to monitor the quality of Call of Duty to ensure that the PlayStation version <laughs> receives fair allocation of Microsoft's development resources. I'm going to stop there briefly. I mean, you could just stop in general, right? Okay, but like I, the reason why I just left right there, I'm thinking of sending people to watch people count the votes in the election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send a a, a person from yeah. Sony side to make sure you're That's doing right. the right thing. That's uh, right. Put that line of code back in there. I can That's... see from 200 feet away. You're, you're not doing the right thing. Excuse me, sir. Um. Jim, what are you doing? So, the, okay, listen. I think there has been strong arguments f- for and against. Yeah. I think this is one of the, honestly, silly and a weak argument that's being highlighted currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of the like one of the silly arguments that I've seen on Twitter right now comes from Lulu, the lady with the meme, um, who tries to hide sexual harassment and uh, workplace uh, issues. You know, mm. uh, happenings at Blizzard. Yeah. That's her job. That's what she's been doing, trying to crack down on unions, trying to hide sexual assault allegations from that company. But yeah, no, just cheer for the meme because it made you laugh. Like, <laughs> All right. She she said that <laughs> man, that was a really that was a deep one. She said something along the lines of like Jim Ryan said in the meeting that he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want a new Call of Duty deal. He just wants to kill this merger. Really? That's what he said? Oh, we're going to take Lulu's okay cool there's no proof there's no like recording there's no like written like i'm gonna mess you guys up from jimbo no nothing it's just hearsay congratulations this whole thing so high school grow up it really is but i also cannot not think of the office of like michael scott putting his hand over his mouth and whispering to toby i will kill you (laughs) that's what jim is doing during the whole thing it's just this is just absolutely ridiculous just sign the paper it's just sign the paper i also do want to play that totally not real version of call of duty that playstation has in mind yeah where like right before you win the the war zone match of call of duty all of a sudden, a Series X drops and says, ha-ha, you suck, wrong system. And then it just shuts down, and you yeah. can't play it ever again. I mean, I mean, like, and they're all stick figures. And, yeah. like, like the, you've just seen them sign deals with multiple competitors saying how they are going to offer Call of Duty and some Xbox games as well mm-hmm. at parity. Yeah. So you could just argue what does parity mean, but even then, like, you're, you're giving up ground. So I could understand why Sony has this claim, but it is, it is, but to me, it's like, Jim, you fought the good fight. You did what you could. It seems like everybody's now going, all right, I'm, I'm good with these concessions. It's now only you on the hill, bud. Like my, my whole thing is where was the fight when Activision, but I mean, when Bethesda was bought, like Bethesda games historically ran way more poorly on PlayStation 
than they did on Xbox. True. Where was this kind of fight for that? Yeah, and I and I think like the 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 argument on 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 Xbox's side here is like, guys, have we have we been complaining about like, you know, poorly optimized versions of Minecraft or Fallout or Elder Scrolls or yeah. whatever have you on PlayStation? No, like I I know right now the the only one you could kind of point to is Outer Worlds, right? Sure. Outer, yeah, uh, but that's running poorly on everything, <laughs> even Xbox, it, even PC. So it's just like, but it it's getting a PS5 update. Yeah. Well, no, that's the the update. Oh, that is, is the is, update. Okay. Yeah, malarkey. Okay. I thought you meant the original one. But like when you talk about like yeah the the, the Bethesda stuff, it's like everything's working pretty good. It seems like there is parity. It seems like yeah we're. Microsoft is acting in good faith. So it's like Microsoft can easily go, look at how many games we have on your system. Uh, this is the first time we're hearing of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is just, this is, I think, the weakest argument Sony's made so far. They've made strong ones prior. I think we're at the point, though, I, I think all roads lead to this thing's going through with concessions, yeah. and Jimbo's yeah. going to eventually have to sign something. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Jim, Kyle, Jim Ryan is the Regina of Mean Girls yeah. in the video game universe. <laughs> He's about to get hit by a bus. Jimbo, watch where you're stepping, bud. Uh, <laughs> that was the thing that happened. He's he's rolling up on Mark Cerny's doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, slut. We're going to block a merger from happening. <laughs> and then he grabs his burn book, hops yep. in the van. Yep. And off they go. All right, Kyle, it's time for the media tab. I don't know how to segue into it, so I'm just diving right in. Yeah, let's do it. Also, don't trust the CEOs or any any, any exec yeah. guys. Nope. Please. I don't trust them. Yeah, nope. Or as I could throw them, by God. Nope. All right, I'm taking the, I'm taking the tie off. Business okay, yeah. is over. Business talk's over. All right. Go for it. Read away, Kyle. Oh, read away. Uh, you this, is your, read this is your segment. You re- usually read the questions as I was waiting for. Um, yeah, go for it. Seems first question comes from a derp question. Growing up with movies like Howard the Duck and Mario Bros., I never oh. imagined the world would ever be graced with quality entertainment based on my interests of comics and video games. Now I'm waiting for Nintendo World to open up in Florida. If Disney were would to make an agreement with Sony, what franchise would you love them to make into the next themed area? Oh, Wow. Uh, oh, Horizon World? Are you kidding? No, well, Horizon. that would be that would be too close to Pandora. You think, right? I mean, robot dinosaurs? No, I think that would work. It's a lot of luscious greens and blues. Fair, the color fair, tree. Fair, fair, yeah, fair, fair. Well, this is a good question. If I'm, that's the thing. A... Most of PlayStation stuff is very dire. Yeah, right. It's I like, don't know if Disney would would honestly pull the. I mean, oh, Ratchet. What are we talking about? I mean, Rat- yeah, Ratchet in in like in in one of the universities in like Epcot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think PlayStation would be better at like Hollywood uh, horror nights. You get some oh. clickers in there, oh, you know. Yes, some freakers. Get some freakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get uh, some the Chimera from Resident Evil. Make a deal with Capcom and see. Have look at that. Yeah, yeah, hands. that'd be cool. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it. Makes me feel nice. Uh, next bit of the media tab, Katie. Katie. Hey guys. So I've been binging the Rings of Power. I've recently popped my Lord of the Rings cherry, and I've loved this show. How we as the viewer get a history lesson on how things used to be in Middle-earth. This leads me to my question. Is there a specific franchise you'd like to see a similar approach from? Example, we have Mass Effect, but wouldn't it also be really cool to see how the universe we know as Mass Effect came to be? So basically a prequel game or series. 
Much love, guys. You have been absolutely knocking it out of the park, and I love you. Awesome stuff. Have a good one. Thank you, thank you, Kitty. Love you too. Uh, what is it? Episode six of the Rings of Power. Ooh, we every app uh, that one's where like it things are popping off. Okay, and then at, at the at the end of every single episode, it just gets better and better and better. You're like, oh, this is where all the money went. Right here. Oh my! Yeah. Like some shots, Kyle blew my mind. Literally. Um, yeah, I would love a Mass Effect prequel series. I think that's a great way of working in those stories. Um, of like, yeah, how did the Mass Effect relays? Like, how did we discover them? What happens when we meet the first alien species? But I also think like the story itself is so compelling. I think you would do Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, break them up in like a six, even seventh season, like mm-hmm. arc. And then, you know, everybody loves to do a spinoff. So if it's working well, then you could do like a spinoff of like how these things happened. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going back to, and we get hints of it in the games, and you just said the game for the last question. Yeah. Give me a Horizon prequel of a show. Okay. Of them. Of them. Well, that's, that's what the Horizon show is going to be, Kyle. Oh, I forget that yeah. it was going to be a prequel. It's going to be a prequel. I'm already getting it, so let me think of something else. Kratos uh, with hair. <laughs> Kratos with pop collars on his polo shirts. I used to have hair. Then I took <laughs> four hymns. While he's spraying Axe body spray all over his body. But it was too late, body. boy. Manscaped.com, boy. What would be a good prequel? I'm thinking. Oh, What's a good, yeah, go Death for Stranding. It. Ooh, that'd be fun. I mean, there's a lot of apocalyptic games where I'm sure all their prequels are kind of similar. Yeah, I would love to know more about what happened to the world of Death Stranding and the BTS, and I would just want more Kojima stuff. Really. So here's what I want. Here's what I want. Ready for this? Yeah. Uh, let's redo the Halo show, and we'll start at Reach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all I want. Erase Master Chief's bare ass from my mind. Let's start anew. Get the actual creator of Halo in there, yeah. right? And, and mm-hmm. have them be a part of it. Uh, you know, get Cliff Blazinski in there. Make a Gears of War prequel, and we're yeah. talking about the Pendulum Wars. Like, there's there's some stuff you could do. You know, give me give me the actual Pedro Pascal Mario Kart spoof thing <laughs> on SNL. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Kyle. It's time for some flash news. Gotta run fast. Gotta go fast. Oh my god. They're, they're right behind us. Gotta run fast. Okay. All right. Got it. We're good. The PlayStation 5 system software update rolls out globally today, bringing with a. And this, this is the check mark. This is the most important yes. things. Yeah. Discord voice chat functionality. And y'all, it's simple. It's literally a, a less than a minute setup and you're there. VRR support uh, for 1440p monitors slash televisions. They call them displays, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I've been using it on this monitor. Gotta look. Yeah. Things look beautiful. Manually upload game captures to the PS app. Thank you. And then easily access your PS4 save data on PS5. It's really simple now. A caveman can do it. Drellis writes in, Woot! The new PlayStation update is here. How do you feel about the update, Game Hub, and Discord functionality? Is it what multiplayers have been asking for? Yes. 
Yeah, I haven't, I haven't noticed anything because I most of the stuff isn't my thing. Although I turned the PlayStation on just to make sure the update is happened, mm. and it already did in the background. But it wirelessly updated my DualSense. I'm like, isn't hey, oh my god. I love Ooh. you so much, PlayStation. Thank you for that. So that Thank right you. there is worth the price of admission, yeah. which is free 99 Yeah. And Dicko writes in, hey, guys, with this new update, I have to admit I'm more worried. Oh, my goodness. Than excited now how for Discord on PS5 due to how many hoops you have to jump through to get Discord chats going on PS5. And with it not being all – sorry, not all being possible from the console UI, do you think this function might struggle to convince people to uh, – uh, people, it's a good thing to use. So I added so, this before you said that it was like an easy thing. So I don't, I don't yeah. know. So pretty much what you do is you register your Discord account just like you would on your like you know, yeah. Spotify or whatever. Um, and then for the first time, um, you hook it up using your phone or your your computer. Okay. So once you hook it up or, or connect the console and, and computer together, you don't have a um, a native Discord app. Which is a bummer. I'm gonna say sure. it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a bummer, and I think we will one day get that. I think this is the in between. But what you have is when you're on Discord, you have this little item to the all the way to the left, and it's a a, a screen with a controller, and pretty much you click that, and it then says connect to your PS5. You hit connect, and bam, it's now you're you're talking through your PS5. So it's literally every time you're in a Discord group, you just turn to your computer or go to your phone and go connect to PS5 and everything's through your PS5. Sweet. So again, it's not the most simplest thing, but it is Yeah. It is it is great. And honestly, I already see so many people really excited for it, like they got something. So I I don't think Sweet. it's going to be too hard and it actually gives me a lot of hope for when we do more game nights in the future wink wink nudge nudge so yeah yeah this is an awesome update it really does feel like now this is a great os just gonna say it i feel like we're finally this is the os that was promised you know yeah i i feel like there was another question that i don't know i added but it was i'll throw it in here now i'm just double checking make sure i didn't add it um where people are like for the next console ps6 what are some things that you can think that they can improve on I'm coming with with a, a tough time coming up with like improvements or things that mm-hmm. I want added because I feel like they're doing a lot. Yeah, yeah, we're getting pretty close to it being just like perfect, and then just fine tuning the performance of everything. Absolutely, that's like at this point, like they have everything I want. Um, because yeah. I'm never gonna use that party chat ever again. I'm just gonna <laughs> use Discord. So yeah. yeah. Hey Kyle. Hey. Can I can I just tell you something? Sure. You have your mother's eyes. Harry, oh, Hogwarts Legacy delayed, <laughs> has been delayed for PS4 to May 5th, 2023. Mm-hmm. See what I did there, Kyle? I, I see what you did there. That? Do you want to crack a little grin? Of crack course, of course I, I cracked a little grin. What yeah. are you talking about? Look at that. Look Maybe these wands aren't all that dumb after all. <laughs> um, I'm really curious how this thing's gonna play on PS4. I'll just I'll say right here, sure. right now. I, I I am skeptical. Yeah. That said, uh, Master Shredder is being teased for Call of Duty, and we are dining what? on turtle soup, boy. What are we doing here? I don't want to see Master what? Shredder. He with looks a cool. M16. 
<laughs> shooting at other human characters. Kyle, you could be Michael B. Jordan in Fortnite and do the same thing <laughs> from Creed. Uh, but that that's could more be cartoony. King James. That's more that's more forgiving. Sure. Just like <laughs> just in the war zone and seeing this rat in a purple robe pop up in your crosshairs. Well, you're not no turtles yet. No turtles. Just Master Shredder. No, that's what I mean. A rat with purple robot. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Sorry. Shredder's the dude. Shredder's the man. Oh, I'm thinking Splinter. Yeah, you're just thinking Splinter. Yeah. I, thought, I saw Master and then S I the Master Splinter. Got it. Real okay. talk. Have you seen? I know we're running a little late, but like. Oh, I saw seen? that trailer. Oh. Oh. Just kiss. Oh, I can't it's wait. Can't wait. International baseball. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Oh, yes, Takes I did. Takes off in MLB The Show 23. Oh my God, indigestion is strikes. Since its inception, MLB The Show has roundly been focused on the Major League Baseball. But this year, in addition, the additional Negro Leagues as part as a new documentary style campaign mode, the International Baseball, with the integration of World Baseball Classic, over 100 players will be included across teams over 20 countries, allowing you to represent your very own nation when you step on the plate. This is awesome. Oh, great. This is becoming the most comprehensive baseball game ever made. That's and cool. I love it. That's cool. Love it. Yeah. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, PlayStation 5 is absolutely surging worldwide in sales. This comes from Benji Sales. February, year over year increases. UK up 316%. Europe up 400%. Japan up 457%. Sony is forecasted to a record-breaking Q1 for console shipped it looks like 2023 will be a massive year for the console adding from push square uh, the new console has sold an incredible 366,000 units in february in 2023 in japan more than the first four months of 2022 combined despite the price increase as well i was gonna say all those uh surging percentages with the price increase I mean, PlayStation, I guess, knew what they were doing. And they knew they could get away with it. And it, as much yeah. as we shake our fists and wag our fingers, mm-hmm. it really seems the market speaks. They don't mind it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I got it for cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, here's a little uh, a little segment we like to call Quick Play. We yeah. have one minute. That's how the rules work. One sure. minute to pitch a game that we've been playing this week. Kyle, I want to talk to you about Wulong. Okay. And now oh, here's yeah. the thing. If you're interested and you're asking me questions back, we'll continue the conversation. I but yeah. if I just have a rant, it's, just, it's minute and done. Okay. Kyle, I've been playing uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. And let me tell you something. It is uh-huh. it is scratching the Sekiro itch. This is one of the most um, accessible and dare I even say easiest from slash, you know, Soulsborne slash, you know, Neo like games on the market. Um, it's a fantastic time. That, yeah, Kyle, Kyle from the trophy room. You question? brought it up. How's it different from Neo? Does it so, feel different from Neo? Yeah, it definitely has the defect 
the deflect slash parry system in Sekiro. So it's all about timing. It's all about learning your enemies' animations Mm -hmm. and punishing them afterwards. So it's all about breaking their stances. And the cool thing is it's also about breaking your stance. But if you get perfect parries, it gives you special chi power that makes it so that you could do special spirit moves that break their defense even more as time goes on. Mm -hmm. So it's a really great combat system that is familiar yet new. Because the cool thing about this is you could be a warrior, but also have magic. So there's no class system. Uh, it's It really is, hey, you want to be a sage? You could do that. But you could be a, a two-headed mace-wielding mage with battle armor. It's awesome. That being said, um, there's a level system and a, a morale system. Every time you enter a level, you have around seven to five banners around the map that raises your morale rank. And every time you raise your morale level, you do increased damage and you do, uh, and you take less damage from uh, certain level enemies on the field. So you get progressively stronger and you could even over level so that when you uh, face a boss, which is typically they're ranked at level 20 morale, you can have level 25 morale and you could be doing more damage to them. They'll be doing less damage to you. And it's all about co-op. So you could bring a buddy in as well, or you can even bring extra AI with you, uh, companions to fight and tank the enemies as well. It is a really fun time. It's the only game that's gotten me out of my PSVR too. Um, it's definitely scratching that Sekiro itch and it is fairly easy that they're easier. I would say there's still a lot of challenge, especially the first boss. And I think the eighth boss that I'm on. The first boss is a huge skill check for a lot of folks. Just remain patient, just deflect. Um, And the eighth boss is, okay, we're getting Dark Souls level hard. But for the most part, I think this is something people are going to be able to step into and have a really good time with. Uh, Team Ninja, who has made, you know, games that we love like Ninja Gaiden and Neo, um, really saw the formula that From Software has mastered and said, we can do it too. And they are literally one of the only companies that said we can do it too and, and succeed. And they and they do here. Okay. How's that lore though? How's that story? Is it is it like uh, you know, Bloodborne esque where you're getting it from yeah. items? Is it told to you? Is it worth it's it? It's told. Or? There's there's some cinematics. It's not worth it. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. So you're in it for the gameplay. I'm it in it for the pure gameplay, which is a bummer. The story is kind of forgettable, but you are visiting like Chinese mythological like characters. So like you've got like people like Guan Yu in there. Um, so I think it's doing, I think what it's called is the Battle of the Three Kingdoms uh, lore, which is like one of the most popular Chinese historical um, fiction or sorry, historical uh, stories that has been wrapped around in, in a lot of fiction as well. So yeah. It's it's a it's a really good time, forgettable story, um, and it definitely feels like a, a game ass game from like the PS3 era in terms of level design, in a good way. Like it, it it it's all about just hey, clear out the level, get to the boss, have fun doing it, Sweet. learn from it. So I I'm really loving Wulong, Fallen Dynasty. Shout out to Team Ninja, you you hit it out of the park for them for us, bud. Nice. What about you, Kyle? Um, I've been playing a bunch of things that I can't talk about for the oh, fair mini indie showcase. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's coming soon, March twenty second. Be hyped. Um, but other than that, it, it's 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 been a down week from gaming. Fair enough. Uh, I, I told you. I, I don't know if I'm the show or whatnot. I'm using this this week 
to catch back up on Critical Role, and that's exactly yeah. what I'm doing. I'm falling back in love with it again. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's just, they're so good at what they do, and I, I love watching them craft stories in an improv way. It's just amazing. And yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot, everybody. Watch Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime, please. Right. Fair enough. Hey, Kyle, are you holding on to something? I am. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals headed to the PlayStation storefront. On March 6th, Dead Cells return to Castlevania on PS4. It's magnificent. It's on our Fantasy Critic League. Yeah. It's Sean Capri and the Carpool Losers over there. Uh, the Wanderer, Frankenstein's Creature on PS5, PS4. Ooh, Frankenstein. That's a new uh, pronunciation. Frankenstein. Uh, it's Stein. Right? Is that... That's a Mel Brooks. Anyway, seventh uh, of March, you got Little Witch Nubita, Nubita on PS4, Romancevania on PS5. You got the Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition on PS5. On the eighth, you have Cart Rider Drift on PS4. Uh, you have on the 9th of March Clash Artifacts of Chaos on PS5, PS4, Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse on PS5, PS4, Figment Two. Creed Valley on PS5, PS4. Monster really quick Energy. about Figment 2. Please go for it. Figment 2 is, is a really cool game, the first one as well, because it is a musical in a video Ooh. game format. I think okay. musicals and games is something that there's not a whole lot of them, and uh, this is cool. I like, yeah. I like musicals, so having it in video games is uh, pretty neat. Sweet. Monster Energy Super Kraus, the official video game six. All right. PS5, PS4. Oni, Road to the Midnight Oni on PS5, PS4. That's redundant. Whatever. Uh, Pepper Tura on PS5. The Last Spell on PS5, PS4. Tiny Troopers Global Ops on PS5, PS4. Transport Fever 2 Console Edition on PS5, PS4. The 10th of March Before Your Eyes. On PSVR 2, DC Justice League Cosmic Chaos on PS5, PS4, and then Mato Anomalies on PS5 and PS4. And just a heads up, your PlayStation Essential games of March have dropped. Let's go pick up Code Vein. Go pick up Battlefield. Go pick up Minecraft. What is it? What is it called? Dungeons, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. Ye, 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 ye. All right, Kyle. It's time for our favorite segment of the night. And we're doing it proper, but Kyle, I'm going to drink a little water. Would you like to take the first question for me? Oh. Oh, we're going to wait till you drink water to do it proper. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. You know what? It's been like two weeks since we've done it proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, right? Because we've had so do many you want interviews. Me to e-hop on myself? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready? All right. I am ready. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. There we go. Now it feels better. There you go. First question. Yuna writes in, hey there, guys. Hope you both are doing well. It's almost spring break for a lot of students. So my question this week is, you have been invited on a spring break vacation by a villain from a game and have to be saved for your own reasons you make up. Who is the villain who who has captured you and who is saving you from that disaster trip? Why can't I think of the main villain in uh, Ratchet and Clank? Dr. Nefarious? Yeah, I want to be captured by Dr. Nefarious. Because he's a bumbling idiot? Yeah, because he's a bumbling goddamn buffoon. He's yeah. going to give me a cell that's very, you know, uh-huh. spacious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Might not feed me, but don't worry, I can lose some weight. Uh-huh. And then, like, Ratchet and Clank is going to save me. Like, they're going to save oh, me, and a- it's absolutely. a cool universe. 
Yeah. You know? That would be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. What about See, you? you say you saying that, I'm thinking uh uh Neocortex from Crash and having Crash save me. Because again, same thing, bumbling idiot kind of sure. villain. Um, sure. It's low stakes villainy to me. Yeah. You know? Part of me though wants to go with uh Voss from Far Cry three. Oh, he's gonna probably kill you. You know that. Skin you alive. No, but he just captured me because I, I, I looked at him wrong. That's it. Like I he's didn't gonna kill you. I didn't wrong him in any way. It just like kind of. It's fine. I was just on the island. I did something a little bit wrong. It's fine. He's gonna capture me. He's gonna keep me in a cage for a little bit. But he's you know, gonna Batman's you to gonna lions. come and save the day because of Batman's Batman. gonna save me. <laughs> why would Why would you just pick like the Calendar Man and then have Batman save you? <laughs> The Pokemon man is is scary because there's a holiday on every day. You don't know That's what true. he's gonna come at. That's true. With you. Who knows? The yeah. Green Gorilla Gamer writes, "Sup boys." I don't know why. I don't know why I'm using all types of weird voices this week. After getting a speeding ticket this morning, oh boy, from a fake cop. Oh, there's a What's story this? there. Right? Is it a mall cop? You got stopped by a mall cop. Paul Blart. Then you just run. They don't have a gun. They don't even have a taser. They just have like a ticket, you know? Anyway, showing up to work late and seeing the toaster had nearly set up, set fire to the building in the Ooh. staff kitchen and forgetting my headphones at home, which means no podcast. Well, well. Let's just say I'm looking forward to tomorrow's episode. Yeah. Now, I'm a physical media collector through and yes. through. My friend got it got into it recently as well and he's a tech guy so he's already learned how to play his console games on pc i just won't share how good on you i like it you keep your secrets so discs are pretty useful for preservation of games and in the future it's not perfect but it's the best that there is in the last few years we've had six game stop location locations close in my city two of which i worked at and visited regularly the other three i also went to regularly and the last one will not be missed <laughs> lol you both have two different perspectives on purchasing games so with that said how long do you think physical media is going to stick around for are companies like lrg and SRG. What's this? Limited run special reserve. Ah, gotcha. Uh, you're, you're so cool. You, you know all these code words. Going to keep it alive, or will they go the way of GameStop and will most likely go too? Do you see 200 years of underground market selling physical games <laughs> media because the world wants anything, or sorry, wants everything to be digital? Hope you guys are good to go. I got to see two of my best friends last night, but I haven't seen since 2019. Hell yeah. And it was just like old times. A highlight for the week. For Sweet. sure. That's very nice. Thanks, very Triple nice. G. Um, I like that Triple G. Ooh, yeah. Triple threat. Uh, I, I mean, I have some perspectives. I definitely want to get like a physical PS5 for some games that I do want physical, like Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. But I, I think physical media, I think, has decade tops. That's me being optimistic. I, I, I just look at. Like I get my games now at Best Buy because my GameStop closed. So I walk into Best Buy and gaming section's still pretty big. But what saddens me is the Blu-ray and movie section being one half of an aisle. Gondola. In the whole, yeah, gondola. That makes me so angry and so sad. Yeah. So if if games are going to go the way of of Blu-ray movies and 4K uh, physical stuff, 
I give it a decade tops, but probably half that. And yeah. that makes me sad. I think limited run and special reserve are great for what they do. Cause they do physical versions of digital only things, right? Not every other game that has both. Um, but yeah, I, I also do see a future where people are buying physical games and it being like a whole uh, vinyl resurgence for music. Oh, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So, OK, I, I don't I don't think GameStop has much time left, y'all. No, and, I, and, and thinking of that question when you're like six of my GameStops have closed around me, I'm like, damn, that sucks. Because, yeah, you know, the GameStop I frequent was the GameStop I worked at. And I'm yep. like thinking of That's it right? again. I got the Yoda like. Oh, hand on my heart, like this is gonna hurt. Yeah, I hated um, working there. I love going in there. It's weird. It's an abusive relationship we have with. It's a GameStop. store dedicated to our favorite hobby. Like it's yeah. it's special. So that said, I, I I don't see GameStop having much much left in it. Um, but I do think I think they'll be around in in like your Amazons, maybe your Best Buys, your Targets, you know, stuff like that. Um. But it is going the way of the dodo, and that is that is pretty sad because there are games that I still buy physical, or sorry, games I still want to buy physical. So you know, I am waiting for that PlayStation redesign where it's a detachable hard drive, and I just get to slap one on the side of it and have my digital as my stream machine. Um, I'm still waiting for it. So it's not like I'm anti-physical. I've just it, it is now just so much more convenient of I'm on the store and I'm just picking things out that I want to buy and not having to go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's the convenience. You really can't beat it. Yeah. Drellish writes this one. This question's for the steam deck. So this one's for moi right here. How are you enjoying remote play in comparison to the Vita? Are you going to use Chikai? I don't know what that is. I don't know how to pronounce it. That was just a guess. Uh, more Chiaki? like a guttural. Chiaki. Uh, that sounded offensive when I said it. I didn't mean it. There was too much silence afterwards. Chiakai. That was I don't know how. I <laughs> yeah, t- about teach it. me the yeah, teach me the pronunciation. Or else oh, be- it's so that is basically uh, I guess a process to set up yeah. PS4, PS5 remote play on the Steam Deck. It is, yeah. So I'm considering getting myself a Steam Deck in May, but I know that I will be predominantly playing PlayStation 5 games. I have an iPad with a keyboard as remote play solution, which works pretty well, but I wanted to know how your Steam Deck experience visual fidelity-wise, for example, Spider-Man, Horizon, Octopath, Traveler 2, etc. Um, I would say this. I love my Steam Deck. I think it's a great machine. I, I use it for a little bit of rep- remote play, but, but like games like Octopath Traveler, like yeah, made for it. Um, and Chikai. <laughs> I really, I'm sorry. I know I'm canceling Your myself. Every, I'm the, trying to. The amount of disappointment in yourself, yeah. fear, yep. and optimism all at once in your face when you try to say that is <laughs> truly a sight to be I don't, I don't know how to do it. All right. I don't, I plead ignorance. If I said something extremely hateful in a different language, I apologize. Uh, no, but like games like Octopath Traveler is perfect for this thing, right? But I'm also using like native games. So like I bought uh, Sunset Overdrive. There you go. That took me a while uh, on it because I want to play Sunset Overdrive uh, handheld wise. So that's how I've been using it. And I really love it. But if I'm using it solely for remote play, I I don't know. I, I think it's fine. But I also think your iPad's probably fine too. Um, that said... M9 Prime writes, 
Question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the PlayStation 6. No. I'd rather not, but okay. Is being <laughs> announced. This and- is the question I thought I didn't add. Oh, okay. And some features are about to be unveiled. What are some features you would love to see in the next Sony console? Oh, my God. PS6? I'm... I want to I... upload it into my brain. <laughs> I'm thinking it's all cyberpunk at this point. I want, I want like, in VR when you're playing Call of the Mountain and you turn your wrist. Yes. And you can, like, see your ammo and, and whatnot. I want that to be the PS6. I want to turn my ammo on my turn my ammo, turn my wrist, and yeah. the dashboard's there. Maybe in an AR type of situation, yeah, I click the buttons. What game do I want to play? And then a a augmented reality screen comes down in front of my eyes, like a Google. I like that uh, lens or whatever. That's what I, I want, want the orb, like they promised. Yeah, in those commercials. Uh, no, I I kind of see it being what the PS5 is, just more powerful. Could yeah. do all the things that I see at that point. Then Sony going, hey, we have the service called PlayStation Plus, and it doing something similar to Game Pass, where you're going to see PlayStation apps on a whole lot of stuff. It's about building and broadening the ecosystem for sure. Yeah. All right, the last question of the night. Comes for Cowboy Danger D. Howdy, y'all. Question for the Sony Pony Express. With Sony trying to find games that would make a great live service games, what do you think the chances of us getting a new Soulcom? Oh my God, thank God you asked this. Or game like it. It was very popular back in the day and not sure what happened to the original devs. Love you guys. Shiny side up. Unfortunately, they're no longer with us. Uh, that, they were. That, didn't they make uh, Unit 13 on Vita? Yes, I think the that was their. Yeah, that was their last game. Zipper, right? Zipper, Zipper yeah. yeah. Also, Cowboy Danger D, uh, happy birthday yeah, oh, a few days ago. Happy birthday to you, Cowboy Danger D. <laughs> that was great. Thank I love you. that. Thank you. Uh, SOCOM would be great. As a non-SOCOM player, that'd be great. I know that there are, I think there's like a mod community making like an indie spiritual successor of SOCOM and it looks and runs and plays like SOCOM. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you lose Call of Duty, it's not like you can't do it. SOCOM is right exactly. there. Exactly. And I and I hate that argument. It's like we can't we can't do it. It's like really you do it yearly with MLB the show. So you could you can make a if you really wanted to a quote unquote yearly release. Ooh, excuse me. How dare you I know it's it's, it's twelve thirty seven <laughs> at night. Yeah. Um, but you just don't want to. <laughs> like you got SoCom there. I loved SoCom, especially for the PSP. So like you 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 can do it, Sony. I believe in you. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe you know what them losing Call of Duty is maybe the step in the right direction that we could go and get a, a SoCom game. I would love that. What about right. You? Step right in, in the right direction, but not for SoCom, but Mag. It's coming back, Jesus baby. Christ. Massive action game. Oh, yeah. Let it die. <laughs> what about a Killzone? Do you think they'll ever bring back Killzone? Yeah, I think eventually. I, in my eyes, I don't think any IP is truly dead. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad way about going about things. Sure. Whether or not it's the same dev making it, like a Naughty Dog making a, a, an Uncharted game again. Who knows? Like, yeah. I still think those IPs will be back in the in at some point. I actually like having a lot of time in between because it makes me fond for that universe more. Um, yeah, I think a SOCOM would be 
awesome. I think a kill zone would be awesome. Obviously, a resistance. What are we doing yeah. here? I mean, come on. <laughs> Sunset I, Overdrive 2 is right there. I'm just saying. I think there's a lot of like first person shooter IP that was on PlayStation. Oh, I think it's generations. Person, yeah. 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 Just, yeah, that just in general, that are just lost and gone. They haven't yeah. been a part of the console since what? Killzone Shadowfall launch game? Yeah. On PS4? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, you know, that's kind of shocking. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I, again, the game's a service element. Going back to the conversation we had with, about Square, that's where Sony's focus is. And I think acquiring studios to make that the best, you know, route, I think is is going to be the best for Sony in the long run. And yeah, that means maybe you you, you get some ex-dev teams working on a SOCOM, right? Like may, maybe that's one of the solutions. Like I, I wonder what Firewalk is is actually working on. You know, I'm, I'm looking at deviation going, okay, so what's this first person game that you got cooking up? You know, there's so much we still don't know about PlayStation and we're not in its quote unquote second phase yet. So to me, the horizon is coming sooner than we think. Uh, and we'll get to see it when, when we're high on the mountaintop, what PlayStation has in store for us. But I mean, a literal horizon, not the IP yeah, horizon. Not the, not the IP Got horizon. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've already seen that leak gameplay. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the future of PlayStation. I'm, I'm excited to see them dive into, you know, multiplayer games and games of service. I'll be the only person probably on that hill because. They already know they're really good at first person or sorry, first person. They're really good at story based games. And it's not like they're not investing in those games still. They're just expanding into other areas. And if we could get the Sony polish in a you know games of service game, then I think we're good. I think we use that word too much like it's a curse word, like it's something that can't be done. I just think that developers slash publishers are trying to go too hard into ideas that have already been fleshed out like you're seeing everybody go to a battle royale right or everybody had to go pivot to a hero shooter if playstation goes somewhere different i think they're going to find success there but i don't think every single game is going to be successful but i think they're going to find the success that they're looking for as long as they do it smart i hope that answered uh, your, your question there cowboy danger d that said that's it that's been the trophy room this week kyle look at that Ooh we look at us. Kyle, before we get on out of here, is there anything you'd like to spotlight, sir? Myself, Mr. KSF on Twitter, PSF, all the things. Uh keep an eye out for six one indie, our mini indie showcase. Never heard of them. Oh, it's shocking. They do pretty good work over there. I've heard uh, <laughs> our uh indie game showcase uh is happening on March twenty second. Uh at I believe eleven AM Eastern time nice. uh please watch it tons of great indies we're very soon going to announce how many games and runtime and all that stuff uh it's going to be awesome there's a lot of really cool games so it's 100 indie it's what is that what is that your guess no that's what i know for a fact you said 100 to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. okay and it's going to be six hours long oh yeah exactly the perfect length yeah you guys okay. said that you really like the xbox twitch yeah. Uh, showcases that they did. Yeah, yeah. Where they talked so about four games. We didn't for four even. Hours. Yeah, we actually didn't even vet any of the games. They're just yeah. showing up, and we're just going to talk to them without even seeing the game. And so yeah, it's going to th- be questions of like, you know, 
Tell yeah. us about the game. Oh, look at the colors. How cool are those? Yeah. It's going to be that kind of show. I like the Mike Lindell simulator uh, that you guys got going on. The MyPillow guy. I, I really like that one. I really like that yeah, one. Yeah. It's really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do great work. Yeah. <laughs> great pillows. <laughs> Aren't uncomfortable at all, you know? All right, Kyle. That's been the trophy room this week. Of course, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Mr. Bad Bit. You can follow the show over at PS Trophy Room. And do not forget, please don't uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Get us to 500 reviews on Spotify. We are giving away two copies of Resident Evil 4 Remake if you're able to do all that. Again, contest ends the March 22nd. Please add us at PS Trophy Room with your reviews so you're entered. If you're a patron over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, you're entered. And you should be supporting the show because it really does help us out. Uh, in you know, I, I've gotten, I think we got in a comment uh, a week or two ago, Kyle, go, from someone going, hey, you, sh- you guys should do ads on the show. Yeah, I don't think I've people will mind. I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, if we want to be Aretha Franklin with y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we don't is because we're still at a stage where, um, advertisers will give us good rates. Um, you know, we're at this stage where, you know, as influencer relations starts to build and grow, um, I'm seeing a lot of like, Hey, be an ambassador to our thing. And at X amount of games that you're able to have, you know, sold, will give you a cut. And those type of deals don't they don't interest me and to me i find them um hurtful for us so we're trying to get to a place where um we are growing to a point where we'll get the fair deals that you see you know your other mainstream podcasts get we're trying to grow smart um and and so to me that's that's the best approach to do it and at the moment right now too with the current economic climate that we're in um, a lot of advertisers are very sheepish when it comes to advertiser advertising on podcasts at the moment so when we say like patreon is the reason why the doors are open we are not lying it really is the reason why we're able to keep the doors open here Um, it's the reason why we're able to do all the cool stuff that we're able to do and all the projects that we've been able to work on so if the last few weeks have been any indicator of what content that we've been able to put uh put out there uh, it's all because of patreon.com slash PS trophy And it mean a lot. If you, even if it's just a dollar, uh, it really does mean a lot. So yeah, that said, if you could do tree fitting, that'd be fantastic. <clears throat> Best and, merch. Of Pop, Pop and merch. Don't forget the merch down below. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you. <laughs>